Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It is time now for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live, and it's brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Obviously, big fans of the green and gold. You go to Nest Bedding, and you use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. That's nestbedding.com. Skip, been a wild week. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a wild week, you know, in a year when it seems like nothing is normal and you're trying to get used to things that you never have had to get used to before, a couple more things pop up. So it has been a wild week for us, but we're off to a pretty good start. Last couple of days haven't been so great for us, but, uh, you know, we'll continue to plow through. You know, I, this is how I view it long term. Obviously, whatever, suspensions and, you know, whatever. I view this as the Houston Astros are the most vulnerable we've seen them in years. They've got issues with with Verlander being out, Osuna being out, Cole and Miley gone, and just the mentality of the A's. When you've got a player like Ramon Laureano, he shouldn't have done it. We can all admit that. But the fact that he did it, like I'll take on the entire dugout, and the fact that you sweep them, I do believe in baseball you can send messages. And the Astros have been the cream of the crop the past couple of years. I got a feeling, and I don't know, did you get this feeling that your ball club wanted to send a message, we've had it and things have changed? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they've, they've handed it to us the last couple of years. You know, we've had good years, and they've been, you know, the one block uh, in, in the way, obviously. And, you know, we targeted that first series. We knew when they were coming in, we really wanted to play well leading up in, in that series. And um, so it was a pretty emotional series, even though you don't have people in the stands, as you saw, you know, at the end there with Ramon, it was very emotional. And and uh, we ended up uh, doing exactly what we hoped to do. So if messages are sent, uh, yes or no, I think the biggest message that we could have sent was beat them three in a row. You know, I don't want you to comment on their coach and his suspension. I mean, that, that has to be, be dealt with with their organization in Major League Baseball. But we can talk about the protocol 
of coaches, of your staff, of the medical staff, of the people who are in dugout, because we were basically told before the season that it's your guys' job to not only to pr- protect yourselves, but to protect everybody else. And, you know, I, I keep saying it. We're hanging on by a thread here trying to get this done, and we should all or you all should be looking after each other, whether it's your team or even the opposing team. We're all in this thing together. Is that something that you preach to your staff and your guys? I do. I've always preached to my staff about, look, you lay off the players. You know, it's, they're, they're the ones that, that make this, this game great game go. We're there to, to support them and our guys and, and you know, to, to criticize the other players. It's just not something I've ever had my coaches do uh, openly. So, and, and to add on to your, to your, to your question, though, I, the most important thing that we can do here is keep the game going. I mean, they, you know, obviously you want to win. Obviously, uh, that's the focal point when you take the field. But you also want the industry to continue so people have their jobs and that it's not affected dramatically going forward. So it is all about keeping this thing going. And therefore, we are all in this together, even including all the teams. And, and so there's a brotherhood as far as that goes. And uh, the most important thing is, is making sure we get through the season. You know, they got a guy on the other team by the name of Mike Trout. I think you've heard of him. He's uh, he's had a fine yeah, little career. He has. And, and I think that I've probably managed more games against him than probably anybody in his career. I know him some. He's a terrific guy. He is a pain. And as you've seen over the years with us, and we try not to get into a situation where he can beat us. Uh, he, he did it with one swing the other night, the tie game with one out. You know, they do, they did sign a guy that makes about three or 400 million right behind him to, to protect him. And he's pretty good too. But man, you, you rarely see, if ever, uh, you know, players like this. I mean, it's w- Willie Mays life. Uh, and he's not, he's not close to being done. He's in the prime of his career. In the last 162 games dating back to September 13th, 2018. He's hit 58 home runs, 129 RBIs, 130 runs scored, a 1,094 OPS, 12 stolen bases. And this year alone, he's hitting a home run once every 8.43 at bat. So take me through what's that like? Because I, you know, they'll pan the camera and we see you and you're, you know, you and Rhino and you're going through the lineup card and you're making notes. I mean, it's got. Uh, it's got to be his name. What is it like for you? You know he's coming up. It, it's going to happen. What is that like? Well, it's it's not great. <laughs> and, and it, you know, we, we, we always know where he is in the lineup. We always know, you know especially late in the game, what, what spot he's coming up. And, and you know, when you, when you talk about all those numbers, that's hitting in the three-hole or the two-hole and being the focal guy that you're always trying to give nothing to hit to. So not only is he good, he's good even being kind of pitched around. So it almost feels like if you make one mistake in at bat that he's going to take advantage of it, he's that good. So, yes, I think it's the same with every team, but we play them uh, obviously in the division more than anybody else. Yeah, it's a uh, and it's tough coming off an emotional series like the Astros series and the fact that you're playing 30 games in 31 days. I mean, you want to push your players. They want to play. Everybody's in this thing. Uh, obviously, your team got off to uh, finally a good start, winning nine in a row. 
how do you keep the mental focus when you, when you're not only having the grind of playing every single day, but it's wearing the mask, it's doing the testing, it's getting your temperature taken, it's you know not much of a life being in a hotel room every day. How do you, as a manager, not only manage, but it's almost like you got to be a mental coach too. Yeah, it's taxing, you know, for everybody. Just when you think you're getting used to the protocol, then you go on the road, and and now the protocols change. And and since we've been on the road last, protocols have changed again. Um, and now there's people in the hotels watching you and so forth. So you know, you you you're best suited to stay in the hotel and go to the ballpark. And uh, the the best part of the day, obviously, is is the two and a half, three hours, three and a half hours that you're playing the game. You still have to wear a mask. There's still a lot of things that you have to think about that are unnatural. But at the end of the day, it's playing baseball. We're lucky to be able to do it, and guys love to play. You know, sometimes I have to deal with in the postgame show. <laughs> People, be, <laughs> you know how it works. Uh, why did Bob have this guy in here when this series is coming up? Or why did he pitch this much when he could have got Like, people don't understand – how your pitchers recover. People don't understand what guys you have available. There's some guys you have on a day. They are just not available. Now the fans may think they're available, but the reality is they're just not available. So what is that like for you versus what outside people are thinking? They have no idea who's good, who's not, and who you can use. Right. And, and look, they, you know, when you go through a nine game win streak, which typically you're using your best pitchers to win those games because they were pretty much all close games. You can't pitch the same guys every day. And, and to start after an abbreviated summer camp, you have to be cognizant of that too. I mean, two days in a row is plenty. We did use Liam three days in a row one time. I think that's the only time maybe use Merrill who threw what, just a couple pitches one day. But And then you get into a game like the other night where you know your starter's coming out after two and two-thirds innings. You know, you have a complete roster and you have to use it. So there are going to be some times where there are going to be some guys in there that you're not used to seeing. But to to go forward, everybody has to has to contribute because, it, you know, you, you look at all the other some of the other teams with the injuries that they're, they're having in their bullpen and using guys too much too early, throwing too many pitches and so forth. So sometimes you just have to wear it and you have to rely on another pitcher. And sometimes it gets done. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, this week, as we're talking to you, uh, our games 44, 43, 42, 41. I mean, when you think about that, we're, we're like 40-something games out. I mean, what 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 has this experience been like because it's happening so fast? You know, we, we just try to remain in the moment. And, you know, I tried to break it down into 15-game segments. You know, you're going to have four of those over the course of the season. The, the first one was good for us. Our focal point from the very beginning was to get off to a good start. And I think we were, what, 12-3 and three in our first 15 games, which is a good start or, or whatever we were. Um, so now we're into the next wave of that. And then I think when you get to about 20 games from the end, once we get to 40 games, then it'll be a serious sprint. So you try not to look too far out. You try not to, to get anxious because you know there isn't much of a schedule. Um, and then sometimes when you get into a losing streak, uh, you lose a couple games in a row. You start to get a little bit anxious. But at the end of the day, it's all about just going out there and trying to put all your efforts into one particular game. And as I've said often, once you get towards the end, you see the finish line, teams start playing a little differently. So 
I told our guys right away, even if we don't get off to a great start in the first four, five, six games, don't panic because there is enough games left. We, we have the ability to go on a run, as you saw us win nine games in a row. So I think we try to put things into perspective. Yeah, you guys don't need to panic. Don't worry. On the post-game show, we'll panic for you. Yeah, well, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, I, each game's worth one in 162. Each game's worth, what, 2.7. So yes. I'm getting. I'm guessing that, uh, that the post-game shows are, are more like 2.7 games instead of one. Well, at one point, you'd won 24.3 straight games in a row, Skip. We were very proud of you. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, when you look at this condensed season, is this like the closest thing you think you'll ever get to being in the NFL? I hope so. I mean, you know, baseball, you know, football is all about the lead up into, into one game. And then it's just, just as hard as you can go for the couple hours that you're out there. Baseball is a little bit more of a pace yourself type of game, even though we have certain players here that, that don't look like they're pacing themselves and it's just the way they play. But it's all about the grind in baseball and sticking with it and staying away from the emotional swings up and down, trying to stay even keel. It does feel a little different this year because of the abbreviated schedule. But you know what? We're playing baseball, and there was a point where it didn't look like we were going to. And my guess is the postseason could be really fun. You know, once once we get to that point and, you know, hopefully we're in the postseason, I think it even ups the ante a little bit more, and I think fans will get into it even more. So looking forward to that, and, and I think it'd be, you know, with the with the new postseason format, I think it'll be really exciting. How much fun is it to sit back and watch Jesus Lazardo pitch? Yeah, man, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's funny, it's lost in the shuffle, you know, Jesus wins his first big league game, and it, it, it really didn't even dawn on me to the next day to go over and congratulate him because it feels like he's been here. It feels like he's won like 15 games because of the performance that he's given us and out of the bullpen last year. And this was his first start. It just felt so natural that, uh, you know, it just, you, you know, it's just who he is. And, and he's going to be around here for a long time. He's a terrific talent. And boy, am I glad to have him on my team. No doubt about it, and a, a guy that we can't say enough about, and he's really blossoming into a go-to guy. Uh, obviously, we've talked so much about Frankie Montas, uh, the American League Pitcher of the Week, but the guy is Chris Bassett. I mean, Chris Bassett is really coming into his own. People years ago thought he could be really, really good. Skip, we're finally starting to really see it. We are, and, and we're right before our eyes, I mean, you know, here's a guy that was having trouble going, staying on the roster, going up and down, and, and then finding a role for him. He's starting, he's relieving, he's pitching in and he's pitching long relief. That's really a difficult thing to deal with. But I think where the game's going now in versatility, he finally bought in, finally understood where he was, and pitched himself into the position he is right now, where when he takes the mound to go out there for a start, we feel like we're going to win. So it's nice to have him on the mound today after losing a couple of games, but you know, on top of that, he brings a competitiveness, as you can see, to the mound that, that the guys really support and play hard behind. So, uh, you know, we're watching this guy develop before our eyes. And, and you know, he, to this point this season, this is his best work. Let's end on this. How nice is it? You got the Giants coming up. You got the D-backs coming up. And I don't have to ask you any questions about your pitchers hitting. Right. And I'm glad you don't. I, I think this format is, 
is right on time for for this season and you know even i think that the national league teams are probably all for it too because you're seeing enough injuries that, and, and it was such an abbreviated spring that the last thing you want to do is have to get guys ready to hit as well so uh, it's just another thing that you, you don't have to deal with and i think they probably the national league cities are probably uh, enjoying seeing a dh and a, a different kind of baseball as well just one more. Uh, the extra innings, runner on second. Yay or nay, you like it so far? So far, I like it. I mean, I think we've won three games, so so far I like it. Uh, but it's interesting because, you know, you try to think about all the different scenarios and so forth and, and going into it, and each and every game something else pops up in your head to say, oh, you know what, I didn't think of that. And not only on the offensive end, but the, the defensive portion of it, you know, when you're on the road and you're in the tenth inning, and usually you save your closer for when you when you have a lead. I don't know that there's any way you don't bring him in uh, because there's a man on second. So we we rethought that too. Uh, you know, as far as how we would use Hendricks on the road, and you know, it affects the pitching end of it as well. So uh, it's pretty interesting concept. I don't know if this is something that that goes forward, but to this point, I didn't like it going in. I'm I'm warming up to it. All right, Bob. Be well, be safe, and uh, keep winning games, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. It's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by NestBetting.com. That's NestBetting.com. Big fans and supporters of the Green and Gold and Bob Melvin. Right now, you go to their website, use the coupon code Oakland, you get 10% off the entire order. That's NestBetting.com. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.